Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the We Are Cavan Boxing Podcast for the 18th of September. Um, a week ago today it was uh, it was all talk about Kira Smith and fairness, she had a a wonderful, wonderful um, win, or two wonderful wins under her belt at this stage, actually, last week, where she had beaten the world number four and the world number one in the space of three days. Um, you know, she was pushing on. She, unfortunately, came up a cropper in the final, where she was beaten on a split decision to the local girl in Poland, out in um, Felix Dam. But all in all, it was a very impressive tournament, Paul. Absolutely, it was. Um, it was a real. It was a real statement from Kira Smith because she was expected. She she was looking like um, she was running into the top seeds early on. The the American Maria Esparza and Kira has been so unlucky, unbelievably unlucky with draws. She always seems to run into a top seed or a number two seed in the first round of all these competitions. But she had lost a split decision to Maria Esparza before, and she knew she wasn't right. As as you'll hear in the audio, we're going to play in a few minutes. And she she was confident going into it. She she's a new fighter now. She got over. She had a, some illness and some injuries, but she's got over all that now. And she's a new fighter. And she's the break is actually standing to her. I think she's a lot fresher. And um, Brian McKeown has been saying it for a while. And I think Brian McKeown has got blue spin, tinted spectacles about some of his fighters sometimes. But I knew by him that that he was serious about this. That Kira Smith was going places. And by God, she's she's uh, made her mark now. I remember before the um, the, the Olympics in London. That uh, sitting in a, in a spot with Brian McKeown and him saying, and it could be two years before that that he expected her to make the London Olympics. He thought she was that good. He, at that stage, he said she was the best boxer he'd he'd been he'd had under his wing. And I know he was very disappointed that she didn't make the London Olympics, and she was very very close. But as you say, every single tournament she's gone to, and the big tournaments, and and Europe is such a, a difficult place for female boxers at the minute. But she she continues to come back. She just doesn't quit. She doesn't give in. She works harder, and she's very very intelligent about the way she approaches each tournament and each training session. Absolutely, and she's built up that bank of experience now. When she goes to a multi multi nations tournament, she doesn't go out. If she gets beaten, she doesn't go out and um, go on the rads for a few days. They they actually organise um, organise sparring, so it's just as good as competition. She said all the frustrations come out. Everyone's raging because they've lost, and more and more people are coming into the sparring every day because more people are getting beaten. And she said it's a, it's an absolute war in those sparring. She could come up against yeah. someone else from Africa or Scandinavia or anywhere, and she builds up all that experience. Every round that that she gets under her belt is just another little block of experience, and she's she's slowly building from the foundation up. She's very close now, I'd imagine. Yeah, I suppose we'll we'll go to the interview where you started by asking her, um, was she confident going over to the tournament in Poland? Um, I knew it was a big tournament, Paul, going. There's 13 in my weight. Um, there was actually more girls there probably than guys. Like I know the guys only had six or seven in the weight. I had 13. 
and they're all world class opponents. So I knew it didn't really matter what way the draw went. I was going to have some very tough fights. Um, yeah, I, I was confident. I'm in much better shape than I was the last time I went there last year. So it was just a matter of taking one fight at a time. And uh, again, you got a tough draw. You seem to get a tough draw in all these tournaments, but you made your own luck by, by beating the, the world number one, which was a massive breakthrough for you, I suppose. Yeah, I actually boxed um, the world number one, the USA girl, last year in my first contest there. So when I seen the draw this time, I I, I kind of laughed, but I said I, I knew in my heart it was going to be different because I had a close contest with her last year when I was sick. I shouldn't have been boxing. I knew this year I had. Um, I, I knew I could beat her this year. I was quite confident. And was that, was, was that your best performance of, of the... A few days, or did you did you improve as it went on? I think I improved as it went on. Um, the first contest is always toughest, you know, just getting into the actual tournament and you know, against the world number one and Olympic bronze medalist. Everyone's kind of just watching out, you know. They're pretty confident that the seeded boxers will make it to the very end. So meeting the number one seed in my first fight was definitely going to be a challenge and actually getting the decision. I thought I I thought I won it well. It was close, but you know, again, a split decision that actually went my way against the favourite. It was if it had been any way closer, I knew she was getting the decision. That kind of makes sense. She she's a good girl, and she's the one that everybody was looking out for. So to win in the first fight and take her out was hundred percent. I was delighted. The second day I boxed. Sweden and that girl was actually coming down from 57 kilo she was a very very tough opponent uh, a totally different fight and again the following day I boxed China and she was a counter puncher southpaw who was very very technically good and a very smart fighter and she was probably my toughest opponent in the fact that you know it was like a cat and mouse game then obviously I got the hometown favourite, uh, Sandra Jacket, in the final, and I lost on this decision. So, it, like overall, it was a fantastic tournament. I know it would have been better coming home with gold, but um, to get gold, I probably would have had to drop the Polish girl. And did you feel you did enough in the final to get that decision? Honestly, I thought I had done enough, but I knew it was going to be. If it was any way of a close fight, that it was going to go to the own girl. And when you're at that level, when you're at elite level, all the fights are close. You know, there, there's no massive, huge gap in saying performance. Performances are close and they're very good fights or very technical matches. And, you know, the fact that it was close, it just went to Polish girls' way on the day. And I'm sure I'll meet her again in a different country and the results will be different. So what's next for you now, Kira? Um, I next for me, I am going to Italy, a CC for a training camp with the senior men's team. It's actually their preparation and training camp for the World Championships in Doha. But myself and Katie's going out with the men's team, um, in preparation for our All Ireland in November. Okay, and then after that, you've got the the awards. So when does that come up in January? Is it? The world are January in Kazakhstan, but um, my All-Ireland is the number one priority now. 
Okay, and um, will you come up against Michaela Walsh in that? Um, possibly. I'd say there'll be quite a few girls in actually at the way this year because it's such a big year with Olympic qualifiers and worlds. Um, I'd say there will be a few, but yeah, Michaela, I'm sure, will be there. Okay, so you'll be looking forward to, to that challenge as well. That's it. Retaining my title for the sixth time, I hope. Okay, brilliant. Uh, congratulations to you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much, Paul. So that was Kira Smith talking to uh, Paul Fitzpatrick here, and uh, you know she's she's so level-headed there. You can hear her, but not only in I, I was listening to interviews where she was talking about she's taken the year out from college now at this stage, and uh, it's it's in order for her to be able to focus one hundred percent on the boxing because she doesn't want to give fifty percent to the college and fifty percent to the boxing. So she's going to really push to make the Olympics and it's it's going to be so difficult for her though it's difficult for any European female boxer to make those Olympics again so much depends on the, on the draw and she's obviously due a bit of luck at this stage but um, uh, if, if, if she can draw another European early on that's good because she'll knock hopefully she'll win and she'll knock out that that boxer which she she needs to be in the last whatever it is two or three Europeans in the competition yeah. now you could draw anyone so it's a luck of the draw you could, you could draw two dummies and get through and you might be only good yourself and you could be way better and draw a real top box or lose a, lose a way for ten decisions. So explain, Paul, just to the people listening at home, the the the, Euro, sorry, the world the world championships are essentially the Olympic qualifiers. Yeah. Now there is talk that that they might run another qualifier after that. Um, I asked Brian McKeown about that, and he said there is talk about that, but at this moment in time, that's the only qualifier for for Rio. And there are four. There are four uh, female boxers from uh, Kira's weight division in Europe that will qualify for the Olympics. Yeah, so she needs to be in the last four uh, Europeans. So the, the European, the four Europeans who advance forward us in the draw. So again, it all depends on the, on the draw. If she gets a nice draw or a, a decent draw, see, it's also it's there's no seeding in it. It's open as well. Oh, wow. We see that a lot. So she could come up against someone brilliant, or she could go up against someone average. I mean, she's going to have to beat someone good anyway. But just to get the Rio. It depends on the draw. Hopefully she'll get a decent draw and she can fight someone that she's well capable of beating and get on. But she's going to have to beat someone good to get there anyway. Yeah. We know that. And if she, I think if she can get a European, a Scandinavian or something like that, she seems to have their measure. A lot of, a lot of the Eastern Europeans are strong, but she's, she's after beating the Russian. She's lost to the Pole in Poland. But if she can get another European, knock them out, that's one less to worry about and it forces her, her um, in the draw as well. Yeah, as you can hear, she's in order though to get to that step, she has to focus on the nationals first, which is coming up in November. And you can hear from the interview, she's taking nothing for granted, even though she's going for six in a row. Yeah, absolutely, she's taking nothing for granted. She's she's um, she's looking to to uh, go for her sixth, which is phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. John Joe Nevin won five, I think. So yeah. it's phenomenal. Andy Murray won three. So. Okay, one or t- once or twice uh, she might have had the fight for her. She was getting the title, but she's had a lot of tough fights as well in that. And this year's probably going to be a tough yeah. year because it's an Olympic year and you'll have Garrett's coming down from 57, Garrett's coming up from 48 and down from 54. They're all going to try and get in. Um, into, into that, that Olympic one. weight. Yeah. Because there are only three, is it three or four female Olympic weights? Yeah, there's only three. I think there's there's 60, 69, uh, maybe 61 and fifty. 
51 which is Kira's way 51 is Kira's yeah, yeah so I think it's around that so yeah. you get girls coming all the way down from 57 yeah. which would be a big jump yeah huge jump yeah but hopefully that works in Kira's advantage but uh, look at our very best of luck and stay tuned to We Are Cavan Boxing Podcast where hopefully each week we'll be bringing you as much information on the local scene and, and it will be getting into the more of the local scene now as the as the boxing season heats up again if you're listening in and you're involved in the Cavan Boxing Club or any boxing club in Virginia or anywhere around the county of Cavan please do email us on wearecavan at gmail.com or get in contact with us and let us know what's going on in your club and we'd be delighted to hear from you on the We Are Cavan Boxing Podcast Brady's Arva Limited Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Celtic Warrior, crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie.